0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Groove Live Show. It's your main, man, DJ Melo Jones, on the ones and twos. And like I promised, you know what I'm saying, 9 p.m. we coming live with interview part two with Oof. Craig Scott himself. He came back, you know what I'm saying, to another episode of the Groove Live Show. So we welcome you back, Craig. You know what I'm saying? Man,
1: thank you so much.
0: No problem. First of all, how are you doing?
1: Let's start there. Man. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm really doing fine now, you know, being here with you. Uh, uh, I, I, I appreciate this, um, you know, the second opportunity to chop it up with you and and and, and talk to you and you peers. That's what's up, that's
0: what's up. So, you know what I'm saying? We're here for another episode. And you know what I'm saying? This time, before we get carried away, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get to the the main thing. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Just in case some people didn't tune in last week. Let them know, like, um, your name, where you're from, where they can follow you at real
1: quick. Okay. Uh, My name is Craig Scott. Uh, I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, but I'm currently living in uh, High Point, North Carolina. Um, You can follow me on Instagram on uh, C-A-N-D-S. C underscore A underscore N underscore D underscore S. Um, And what I'm doing uh, right now uh, after serving 26 years in federal prison, Kemp came out and I'm producing a a movie, an independent uh, film and the uh, movie is entitled, Can a Nigger Do Shakespeare? And uh, this film is basically uh, designed in order to challenge the stereotypes about whether black actors especially us from, you know, from the ghettos, from the inner inner cities, if we are able to rise to the uh, occasion and be able to perform that type of elevated text. And so with the film, I intend to demonstrate that we can do it. And I also want to challenge this whole idea that the term nigger and Black person is synonymous. So that's something that I want to, you know, I want to get into. uh, And that's why I titled it the way that I I titled it, so that um, I can challenge how, white folks think about it and how black folks think about it, because you got too many of us that think that these are synonymous terms, you know what I mean, that they mean the same thing. So, I'm, you know, we're going to be challenging all of that, but we're going to be talking about my life and also, like I said, demonstrating my, uh, my, my, my credentials and abilities in performing Shakespearean theater.
0: Okay, so tell us about, you know, how, like, how did you get into Shakespeare? Why Shakespeare? And um, kind of, I know you want to prove, like what do you really want to prove with um, mm. you know what I'm saying, the the film itself? Like what messages do you want to send? And um, yeah,
1: let's start there. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a saying, you know, excellence from the unexpected. And that's what I want to prove. I want to prove that an individual Uh, who comes from a background that would normally uh, be considered not excellent, uh, a background that's not exceptional, that even though, you know, the person has that sort of, uh, uh, you know, past, that they can overcome and they can rise above the expectations. And that's what the film is about, is about destroying these limits of expectation. You know, you you ain't supposed to be uh, doing that. You don't have a, you know, Harvard degree. You don't have a disqualification and now, you know, you didn't go to Juilliard, you know what I'm saying? All of those uh, uh, sort of things. And I wanna break that up and mostly I wanna break that up in the minds of, of our own people and people who are basically came up in a similar situation that I did. You know what I mean? So 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 in doing so, the film will encourage people, uh black and white, young and old. To you know, break past the, the you know the ceiling, get past what people are expecting you to do, and do what you want to do. You follow. So um, Shakespeare winds up being uh, 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 sort of my field, if you will, because when I was in high school, I had an opportunity to attend the Baltimore City School for the Arts. It's the same uh, high school: uh, Jada Pinkett, Tupac, Josh Charles. You know, all, you know, people like this. Um, I can't forget about the musicians: uh, Dante Winslow. Uh, Antonio Hart. I mean, we you know, it, at least in my era, we produced some big, you know, some big, big heavyweights. You know what I mean in the in the uh, 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 arts. So um, while I was there, I actually experienced for the first time an actual Shakespearean play. It was a, a comedy called um, uh, what was the name of this thing? Uh, Much ado about nothing. Much ado about nothing. Uh, uh, Ian McKinnon was the star of it. And they performed the thing and I was surprised that I could actually understand and follow along with the play. Because you know in Shakespeare- Shakespearean plays, they're using a lot of English language that we don't, you know, we don't use the thous and the thongs and the alls, you know, all of that that's you know what I'm saying. But I was able to get past all of that and, and and understand, you know, what this what these people were saying and really enjoyed myself. And that I think really kind of hooked. Me. It was almost like listening to a foreign language. Film, but like, I get it, you know what I mean? So, I thought that was like really, you know, uh, really fascinating that you could use something that seems so strange and so foreign and still communicate to a modern audience. And that's what, you know, that's basically what I want to do.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. And, and I really like that point you made about breaking that mold. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because it ties into, um, the overall topic of this week's show, like, I was talking about the importance of belief and how belief mm. and confidence are are linked. Like, the older I get, the more I realize, like, belief and confidence are almost the same thing. You, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, my next question to you is, like, where did you find that belief that you... Hmm. You really pull this off like where do you, where do you draw that belief system from like tell us about
1: uh, let me say I, this right yeah let me say this right and and, and, I've, and i've constantly come across this throughout my life my beliefs oftentimes come out of just total desperation uh i had every intention when i was young you know uh at the time like i think by the age of 16, you could ju- basically drop out of school. And I hated school so, so much. You know what I mean? B- you know, being poor and going to an inner city school, man, it's, it, it's rough. This is back before they started giving you the um, uniform clothes and all that type of stuff. So I'm going to school and I ain't, you know, I ain't got the gear. I'm looking crazy. So I'm, brother, I'm going through it. Father, they call it bullying now. You follow what I'm saying? <laughs> they, we, you know, we didn't know that that's what they were called, it was called back then. So, um, so you know, I was going through that and I w- I had resolved, man, I'm, I, you know, I'm through with school as soon as I can get out of that. And out of that desperation or in that mode, um, the, the I was in a music class and the music teacher told us about, oh, there's an after school program. At the Baltimore School for the Arts, they're you know they're teaching dance, music, whatever, but you got to audition. So I'm sitting there going, wow, wait a minute. Because there was a TV show on at the time called Fame. And these are people, you know, dancing, singing, all that type of stuff. So I was like, man, okay, that's that's like Fame. I, I, I might be able to do that, you know what I mean, as far as, you know, going to school for that. So, but I'm running down my mind. I'm like, I, I can't sing. I don't dance. I can't draw. So the last thing that came to my mind was acting, which I had never done. So I said, yo, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I run home and I write out what I would later find out is what they call a monologue. So I write this monologue out about a dude down on his luck and he's trying to get a job. And so he goes into the you know, interview and the dude don't want to hire him. So he has this big blowout. So I write this out and I go, I perform it and they loved it. And I would have never done any of that if I wasn't in a desperate situation, if I wasn't in a in a in a high pressure, you know, uh, uh, environment and, and, and situation. So, often throughout my life, those that's what has often spurred my beliefs and my faith in myself is like because I didn't have a damn choice, man. If you don't do this or you don't do that. It's it's you know it basically it's lights out. In other words, you you're talking about some real terrible situations and and, and terrible circumstances you going to find yourself in if you don't do something. So that's 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 where my uh, my spark has often been uh, uh, ignited from. Just you know just being in them bad spots, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know tough times in life really does show you what you're made of. You know, yeah, right. I believe in that very very much. So, but you know, it must have been a lot of people telling you you were crazy when you're like, oh, I'm gonna do Shakespeare, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you push beyond that? Like, like just, there must be so many people like trying to distract you, trying to tell you that you, like trying to confuse you, trying to gaslight you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you kind of stay the course and say, yo, this yeah. is what I was put on the earth to do. Earth to do. <laughs> I, I don't know if it makes sense. It it don't matter if it makes sense to you or not. Please, you know, please, I say, I got a vision from a higher power that this is what I was. How about making. that? And How about
1: it, that? You know. And I, you know, because um, now I'm gonna tell you honestly, I'm running into that more now than when I was younger. Like you know th- this, uh, um, uh, you know people. Some people, uh, you know, follow me on my Instagram, and a couple of folks have, you know, questioned me about that, man, you know, what the, Shakespeare, what the hell you know I'm about Shakespeare, right. white boy, boo, 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 you know what I'm saying, all this sort of thing. And I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, it sort of like proves my point, is that in a lot of people's minds, these two things aren't supposed to go together. A black person in Shakespeare, they, that ain't supposed to go together. Just like at one time, the US presidency and a black person ain't supposed to go together. You follow? So that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moving in that spirit of we're going to break all of the stereotypes. We're going to break all of the limits. We're going to let our people know, especially the young people, you can do whatever you want to do. And when you do it, you're going to do it on an excellent and high level. Because now that's another reason why, why I stayed with it is because, listen, man, when I when I started doing it, I saw that I was pretty good at it. You follow what I mean? So that encourages, you know, encourages you to keep, you know, to keep going, and you get better, and you get better, and you get better. So, um, so yes, yeah, so, you know, you, you know, listen, man, you know, I get it, I understand, but, um, like you said, this is this 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 is what I'm born to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and 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 I just hope that it encourages people to just kind of look beyond, with you know, what they are accustomed to and what they've become comfortable with. Yeah.
0: I feel that. And I, I was talking about that earlier in the show, like how I used to be one of those people, especially like in my youth youth, where I was very much like a see it to believe it kind of person. Right, right. The older I get, the more I realize that thought process is very common in a lot mm. of you know what I'm saying? And see. I feel like because I lacked a sense of belief in something that I couldn't understand or something mm. that I could see, something that I couldn't touch something that I couldn't you know what I'm saying just something that I couldn't really comprehend at the core I think it disrupted my 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 self-confidence you know what I'm saying Mm. as I got older I was like I changed my belief system and I feel Mm. like as soon as I did that the self-esteem and the confidence because you just you honestly just believe these visions that Jeez. I have in my head are not Jeez. just me daydreaming trying to pass the time. Like this is really right,
1: right, exactly
0: type of energy that I don't understand, probably never will truly understand, mm-hmm. but I just gotta believe in it. See what it's trying to Jeez. tell me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly.
1: Well, oh, see, I- this is where you get, you know, you're getting into the whole, you know spirituality everybody keeps using that word but when they're faced when people, people use that oh yeah i'm spiritual or i'm religious whatever but then when they're faced with those challenges you know what i mean and and and, and oftentimes those challenges are coming from your peers some your family your social group and you allow yourself to be you know kind of caved in by that and you and, and, and you stop relying on that spirituality that you say you are about, and you start kind of just going along to get along. You follow me? So, you know, that you know, to to you know, to you know, to, to bring up the story of Jesus, I mean, that's that's his whole story. He's doing something that at the time is just not supposed to be done. He's saying things that ain't supposed to be said, and he's being persecuted for doing all of this sort of thing. But the moral of the story is do it anyway. <laughs> you follow me because at the end of the day, the, the same people that are kind of trying to, you know, make you stagnated and holding you back, you going forward is actually going to help them. See, that's what most people don't understand is that when visionaries and, and pioneers do what they do, they're oftentimes doing it really for the benefit of other people, <laughs> they, they catch in hell and they're going through a whole bunch of trauma and a whole bunch of difficulties, for the betterment of other people, and that's you know that's 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 just the, you know the reality of it. when you just kind of want to, you know, make it on your own, do your own thing, you just do what you know everybody expects you to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and 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 you're fine. But collectively, as a as a as a family, as a community, as a country, you know what I mean. The thing starts to fall apart because nobody wants to be. The, that that one out front. Nobody wants to be the one saying, "Hey, man, we can do something different." And 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 and, and th- those kind of people are people who really, you know, yeah, they are very spiritual. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I and I and I and I got in contact with that part of myself, like I said, just through 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 those struggles, being faced with a lot of that, you know, that that pressure. If it's in you, it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out.
0: 100 percent if it's in you it's gonna come out you know what i'm saying anything yeah. god puts you to mm. he put you through you know what i'm saying mm. whoa okay go okay get you know, i like that you <laughs> gotta believe you know what i'm saying so you know what i'm saying i know it took a lot of belief for you to continue with this vision of this film mm. now i want to know you know are you are you producing all of this on your own? Like, tell us about what's going on behind the scenes. When does it come out? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah.
1: And like, listen, man. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up <laughs> about how this thing is going. This, if if there was a movie that was ever just made off of pure faith, <laughs> this is this is that movie. Uh, I'm literally uh, uh, working at a pizza shop right now. You understand? Ain't making a whole bunch of money, but I'm, you know, $50 here, hundred dollars there when I can. And my partner, uh, uh, his, uh, his name is Tim McCain, McCain entertainment. He's the same way, working at a pizza shop. He's putting money here, money there, whatever. But what happens is that, you know, we're two brothers that met each other and started having faith in each other. He heard my story. He saw, you know, who I was, and he was. You know, he's 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 a younger man, and he was like, you know what, man, I, I you know, I want to support you. I want to back you. We, you know, we should do this. And that's and that's how we doing. <laughs> we literally just moving off of willpower, and 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 you know, some blessings here and there, and and some luck, and you know, brothers like yourself helping us, and. It's come I, Listen, I just finished um, uh, earlier today. I had an a interview with a brother out of New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, 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 matter of fact, this is that. This uh, you're going to hear it first here on your show. I'm supposed to be uh, talking with um, it's an old school comedian by the name of uh, Michael Collier. He reached out to us, and you know he's he's he wants to interview us. You know about the movie and and about uh, my life and everything like that. So you know. And this 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 is the reward of having some faith in yourself and others. And that's the other thing I like to say is that you know you know we as people we gotta start you know believing in each other. You know what I mean? You know, give each other a chance. You know what I mean? Work you know work 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 with uh, with each other, and you'd be surprised at the miracles that come up. You follow me? Because what we putting together is nothing short of a miracle. You hear me?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Nothing short of a miracle. And
1: yes,
0: sir. I'm sure you must have learned so much about yourself along the way. You know what I'm saying? The process, And um I'm excited, man. So when when does it come out? You know what I'm saying? Y'all having a premiere somewhere. Where can we stream it? <laughs> you know,
1: Amazon Prime. So, well, see, that's what we try the uh the streaming. Uh, the the idea is we're gonna make the film. Of course you you're gonna have the, the, the trailers and What we want to do is we want to get a major uh, streaming service, stars, HBO, um, I I forget the other, uh, 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 you know, uh, Netflix. I'm going to forget about Netflix. We want them to pick, you know, to pick the piece up. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where, you know, that's where we're uh, targeting. But we know that in order to do that, in order to get their attention, we've got to get the people. We got to get people interested in the film, We got to get, you know, to show that there's an interest in the film and platforms like yourself and others will, you know, basically give, you know, give us that uh, opportunity. But we are looking to be finished at basically with our final product at the beginning of March. We're already on our, like our second, second draft because we're in the post-production or editing stage. The second draft, the second draft looking better than the first draft. You know, we are going to have a third and a fourth. Listen, man, <laughs> this thing is—it's—it's it's really coming together. You following me? Uh, uh, oh yeah, got to get a, a shout out to my director of photography. You know, he's—he's he's putting every bit of expertise that he has into the film, and it's showing. I mean, the cuts, the, the color, the, the music. Now we bring. Oh man, I got to—got to let you know about this young man. He—I believe he's fifteen. He might be sixteen years old. Beats by JT. This young man has provided basically the soundtrack for our film, and it is taking the film to a whole other level. You hear me? And so, so, so we, you know, we incorporate in that. So, you know, it's listen, hey. <laughs> listen. Denzel is doing uh, 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 a Shakespearean piece called um, uh, uh, "The Tragedy of Macbeth." You know what I'm saying? And hey, I mean, ain't you know, ain't too many people talking about it. When this thing we got come out, baby, people will to be talking about this. I'm telling you some real stuff. Is this people gonna be talking about this? Because it's different. You have never seen anything like this before. You don't know whether is it a documentary? Is it a drama? Is it a you know what I mean? Yeah, so 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 it's you know, this, I you know this, is, this a lot of
0: questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what exactly is it? Are you gonna be right. acting exactly. here? <laughs> Are you gonna be talking about your plight? For being disenfranchised from, you know what I'm saying, like mm. Shakespearean yes. theater and stuff like that, yes. it's gonna be a
1: parody. Like, yeah, it's listen. Everything you just described is gonna be. This is this is what this is what they call it, you know, about art. You follow what I'm saying? See, I'm I'm more of a an artist than an entertainer. I mean, you know, just to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, real with. And like with with paintings and abstract paintings, if you will. You go to there and you watch it and you kind of get out of it what you you know uh get out of it. so it's the same sort of like with this uh, uh with this film because once again the style i'm using is unusual like i've talked to uh uh, uh executives tv executives film executives you know kind of behind the scenes people and you know, well, what, you know what is this like what if and honestly i can't sit back and tell you oh well uh think of this movie here and it's Exactly like that. No, it is. It isn't. It's it's it's, it's, it's entirely different. Um, the, there was a, a film uh, the brother did uh, about um, Huey P. Uh, Huey P. Newt. Mm. Uh, what's the brother's name? I don't forgot the brother's name. He was in um, uh, a Do the Right Thing. Light skinned dude. Uh, man, I can't believe his name. But well, he did a piece that's sort of similar. And basically, he's kind of, he's, he's, he's kind of reenacting um, uh, Huey P. Newton in like interview sort of setting. So that's you know a, a similar sort of setting that we have in the film as well. But throughout that interview, yes, I'm I'm, I'm performing Shakespeare. I'm, I'm doing other you know I'm dramatizing a lot of what I'm you know uh, referring to. So it's you know it's just different. Oh, and there's a fight scene. There's the fight scene at the end of the jam. Listen, man,
0: it's it's all, it.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you get the rumbling, the whole nine yards, man. Wow. Yeah, it's in there, yeah. Wow, so, so I mean,
0: this is something- Oh, like, Roger
1: Smith, somebody just helped me with the name. His name was uh, Roger Smith. Roger, yeah. Smith. Roger Smith. Yeah, yeah, so,
0: yeah. This is definitely something different. Like this is, I haven't heard of anything like this since the Medea series of plays came out like- Right,
1: this. right, exactly, yup, yup exactly
0: like a completely new concept and probably gonna end up being a game
1: changer you know what i'm saying because
0: yeah so many ways well see
1: listen no doubt i you know i'm not gonna i wouldn't be surprised like once it comes out the format that we're using you're going to see people start kind of emulating that because it's just it's just different you know what i mean it's out the box it's unusual but it's not so abstract that you don't understand what the hell it's about you know So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's, 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 nothing too gone where, you know, what the hell is this guy talking about? No, you get it. You're going, you're going to follow it. perfectly. That's what's up. That's what's up. So we're going to be on the lookout for that. That's yeah, definitely. definitely Very soon. You definitely. said March
0: is when the editing and production should be complete.
1: Yeah, complete. We'll, we uh, uh we'll be finished. Um, We're going to start releasing a, a, a trailer for it. Um either the uh, mid February or at, at, at the end of February. But in the beginning of March, that's when we, you know, we project that it'll 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 be finished. Um we already have uh um uh, 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 what's it called film film critics that are you know they waiting for it. <laughs> they waiting for it because they said listen let me see it. And they you know they've agreed to uh um you know do the critiques uh for the film for us. Uh, So, you know, there are enough uh, uh, people in the film industry who are conscious enough to understand that what I'm I'm working with and what I'm doing is significant. So they are going out on a limb and saying, you know, listen, we're going to work with you. We're going to help you. And, you know, but but show me what you got. Because it's one thing for me to sit here and tell you, oh, man, you know, I I can do this. I can do that. It's another thing for me to actually, you know, show it to you and and demonstrate it. So, uh, so we, you know, we're looking, we're definitely looking forward to all of that. That's exciting. man. Yeah,
0: Brand new concept coming to the table very, very soon. Um, mm-hmm. it's going to be on a major streaming platform very, very soon. Probably going to have to have you back on the show again once you get that. Oh new.
1: yeah. Listen, man, listen, you're going to be one of the first, baby.
0: <laughs>
1: soon as they, soon as they ink the deal, I'll say, Hey man, let's, we got to go talk to my, uh, uh mellow baby. <laughs>
0: and yes. let, let, let him and his
1: people know it's on. You know I'm, I mean? honestly, I'm
0: honestly intrigued. It's like, okay, mm. he's gonna be doing a little bit of a parody on it for like a metaphorical mm. sense to mm. kind of maybe display some stuff subliminally. That is gonna be real enactments of Shakespeare. Mm. That is gonna Jesus. be more like um, the plight of being mm. disenfranchised culturally. Mm. And socially, from that whole, like what the industry or whatever, you know what I'm saying. Right. So it's just a lot going on. So it's very interesting yeah. to see how you're going Because
1: basically, what we're doing, brother, we we're marrying the uh, a lot of life experiences that we, you know, coming up in the inner city, where we either see or we actually go through and experience ourselves, and we're marrying that to different Shakespearean plays or, or speeches that dramatize those very same things. So you got to understand, Shakespeare, that's all he wrote about was gangster shit. That's, that's all he wrote about. Really? Killings, murders, setups, assassinations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what the man wrote about. You follow? So this is, these are things that we hear about in the inner city all the time. And some of us have actually experienced it. That's crazy. You follow? Right. So that's what I'm doing. I'm showing you through Shakespearean language that, listen, this stuff that we're going through, this man, you know, wrote about it. He just used some flower, flowery words, to, you know, to mention it, but you're going to see the, you know, the parallel. Now listen, man, we got a drive, drive-by shooting in it and everything, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And while the drive-by shooting is going, I'm reciting a speech from Macbeth because Macbeth is getting ready to basically kill a king you know, he getting ready to ride on somebody. And so I'm showing, well, listen, brother's getting ready to ride on, a, you know, somebody. And I'm going to show you through the language. It's the same thing. Because at the end of the day, these are human beings having human experiences, whether it was Elizabethan time or whether it's the time now. And that's what I'm, 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 I'm you know, basically what I'm, what I'm doing, what I'm demonstrating with that.
0: That's eye-opening. Because it's like, we romanticize the hell out of Shakespearean <laughs> exactly, people. and for the exactly. narrative, overall narrative mm-hmm. to, of that, like yeah. context, like to to be exactly. that 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 was their objective. That's what was going on in their head, and we romanticize that, but then we demonize music of today. And um, I don't know. And then it makes me think: like, is that where Black people got the the inspiration for that type of behavior. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like were we this angry at each other
1: back (laughs) in Africa? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't don't, Well, see, people don't want to deal with the realities that listen, man, Western culture is it's it's a barbarian culture. I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's about cutthroat, knock him in the head, you know, get your you know, all of that, you know, sort of stuff. But when you put flowery language with it, now you kind of miss it. <laughs> you follow me? But if you watch or, or read most of Shakespeare's plays, especially his tragedies and stuff, brother, this, it's, it's dead bodies all over the stage by the time you get to the end of the play. You follow what I mean? So, uh, uh, so, but that's you know, once again, that's just a reflection of you know the Western, you know, the Western culture, and we've fallen into that. But now, I'm letting us know that the, the fact that we are, you know, we're living a, a Western life, but we can we can express what we are experiencing at the same high level of intellect, the same high level of of literature as they express their thing. You follow? Because you know, it's it's all human. I, I, there's there's a line in the film uh, where I mentioned uh, uh Maya Angelou. Uh, is, is quoting a a a um, a Roman writer, as a matter of fact. He said, I am human. So anything human is not alien to me. You know what I mean? And so this is that Shakespeare is not alien to us. Why? Because it's about human beings. Doing things that everybody, you know, cheating on the wife, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Having babies out of wedlock, all of that's in there. You follow me? But it's just dressed up in flowery language. <laughs> Oh, pardon me, thou bleeding piece of earth. You know what I mean? All of that sort of stuff. And then you kind of miss it. Like, what is he talking about? You know what I mean? He's over the body of his dead homie, talking about how he's getting ready to get some revenge on these dudes that just gunned his man down. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, brother. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's, that's what I want to basically show. You follow? Because that's my, that's, that's, and also that's my one criticism about uh Denzel Washington's piece uh, uh the tragedy of Macbeth the problem is is that okay you want to have this black actor this major black actor do this Shakespearean uh play but you you do it in a in a in, in a way that basically if it was an all-white cast you would have done it the same way so what was the point <laughs> you know what was the point in casting this black dude if you're not going to incorporate a black perspective into that Shakespearean uh, uh, expression so that's what we're bringing i want i want the brothers and the sisters in the hood to be able to say, oh man i was i don't know exactly what the hell he was saying but i, I i'm feeling it. you follow right. yeah exactly exactly you know what i mean oh yeah we listen man i got a piece in there that's a um that's an ode to the uh to the woman to the women you know they gonna love it even if they don't understand all of it they gonna get it oh man he talking real big about like it. us yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying. But you know what I mean? And that's you know, that's 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 what it's about. You know what I mean? That is what it's
0: about. And speaking of Western culture, you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like in the West I like I mean, let me let me be careful on how I say this. But I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of things. There's a lot of our our priorities are out of order. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like I feel like no one respects like, one, what a holy matrimony is, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The union that is marriage. People don't have respect for that as much, and uh. especially in the West. That's one thing. Another mm. thing is um, the glorification of promiscuity in the West. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hookup culture, baby mama, baby daddy culture, the normalization See. of all these things. Yeah. that come from? And another thing I feel like in a lot of Western cultures, there's an imbalance. Like, Mm. I feel like there's a lack of masculinity in Mm. Western culture a lot. And I I think it comes from the normalization of the broken family. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. in a lot of Eastern cultures, the majority of people get married. You know what I'm saying? They need kids. Like, in wedlock, you know what I'm saying? They raised right. this whole right. having a kid here, a kid there, and one everywhere type thing.
1: Yeah,
0: It's very much a Western thing. Mm. Like, uh, even cultures well, that were polygamous and stuff like that, it was still a family unit. It was still... Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still a sense of structure. I feel like we lack that sense of structure and because, I think it becomes from we don't find like family, marriage, and these things as, por- as important, like accomplishments in life. You know what I'm saying? Hmm.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you, right? Um, Cause I know, you know, uh, 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 this was something that we wanted to touch on. And, you know, we two men, so we can only speak about it from the, you know, from the perspective of, you know, uh, uh, you know of the man. And I'm going to tell you as far as what, I, what I've seen is before we even get to the issue of respect for the institution of marriage, we first have to deal with the respect for the women, our perspective on women. And us being here in America and going through everything that we went through, we don't really have that manhood training that will basically kind of give us that understand and it's a very very deep understanding because you have to uh uh uh, understand this when you want to know about women you really want to know about life and we are not getting lessons about life Mm -hmm. see this you know when you talk about the woman you're talking about someone to men anyway who is uh she's a puzzle she's a riddle She's an enigma, you follow? And if you don't take the time to figure her out, then no, you're not going to have any respect for her because you don't even realize what the hell you have. We're not even going to get into the specialness of the black woman, just dealing with, dealing with woman, period. And that's what we're really missing is that we, we have never, we're not getting any real proper training and understanding about women. So if so 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 if we as men don't have a a, a, a decent grasp about her, then how are we going to get to a marriage and make a marriage work and all this other you know thing? You you ain't figured out the, the other part of the institution first. You follow? So you know we you know so 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 that's the subject and and and, and I'm gonna tell you this right. I learned more about women, the importance of women, the strength of women being away from them them 26 years in federal prison then being with them you follow (laughs) because it's a thing of like you can't you can't study a thing and be attached to it at the same time (laughs) you follow what i'm saying to get a a real perspective of what it's about so i literally had to sit back and, and just just think about the different incidents and things that i went through with women in my life. And now though I have a, ta- a, a chance to just reflect on it. Like, why did that happen? Why did I respond to her like that? Why did she say that? What's, you follow me? And if you take that kind of time and analyze, you know, yourself in, 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 in relationship to women, then you are gonna begin to see, man, this is a very powerful person. And we do not, as men in the West, Black men, we do not really have an appreciation of just how powerful our women are. So we underestimate them, we take them for granted and they begin to resent us. Because they understand, you say, listen man, I'm gonna take this all the way back to ancient Egypt. The Pharaoh didn't become a Pharaoh unless a woman ordained. they said, it recognize you we accept you as being the kings. Yeah, that's how it was done. You didn't become the pharaoh because you could knock the other dude out. No, nah, man, you had to have a woman co-sign your rulership. Without her, it, it wasn't happening. But if you don't study these things and you don't realize that, you know what I'm man, listen, that ain't that ain't that ain't no uh, see behind every uh, A good man is a good woman. Listen, man, that's 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 that 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 cliche only she is so until we really delve into that we can't even get into uh, marriage we we, we, we can't we don't we don't have a, a proper understanding of the partner in that institution so of course it's going to fall apart I was I was a terrible husband you know what I mean? <laughs> because I didn't have any that terrible but it took you know it, That's what the, you know, a part of that 26 years sitting back and reflecting on, yo man, I was really, uh, (laughs) I really did a terrible job at that. You follow what I mean? And it takes that type of contemplation and that type of self evaluation for you to begin to understand like, man, I I really underestimated just how important she was. I really underestimated how powerful she is because see, women demonstrate power in an entirely different manner than men and this is why we keep missing it. this is why we keep missing it. and we keep thinking she's something to play with nah she ain't nothing to play with me she'll take you out of here and you won't even know it <laughs> you follow me that's you know what I mean yeah that's how deep the thing gets so when you don't have a respect for that no that, it ain't going to work it's not going to work so that's you know that's, 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 that's my two cents on it let's get as men let us get a better uh, uh, understanding uh, uh, or respect if you will for just women period then we can go into okay how we going to do a marriage thing
0: <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point. Yeah. and i never thought about it that way like yeah because it's like if y'all gonna become a union you got to kind of understand that other piece of the puzzle hey. to yeah. some certain, to some extent like i don't feel like you'll ever fully understand women but mm-hmm. you, know, you got to be able to reach some level of understanding where a union can work like that. Teach, teach. <laughs> may, is it the lack of patience for people in the West that they don't want to take the time to do that? Or I don't know. I see a lot of people. They just don't respect marriage. And maybe it's like what you said. They don't respect the other partner. It could oh, be you exactly. know, then, too maybe they don't really what respect what a man is and what they what he brings to a union so that could be a part of it too it could be on both ends exactly.
1: but it's uh, a, it's a, it's how to say it's a self uh uh you know propelling thing you follow me the man doesn't have an understanding of the woman so he starts to deal with her in a in a way that's not proper she looks at that and now she begins to develop a disrespect for him so now both of them are disrespecting each other and you know come on you know So, but as men, the idea is, we are the ones that have the responsibility to fix it. You follow? So in order for us to fix it, we gotta understand, we gotta fix us. So once we fix us and and, and through, and and by fixing us, I mean, once we have a better understanding of, 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 of women, then we can start demonstrating principles and things that she would begin to admire. Now she can, you know, muster up some respect for you (laughs) You because now she can sit back and go wow you know what this you know this guy's you know he's all right he's on it you know I can but it's got to it's got to start with men take some time man listen I know it's a hard thing to do and that's why at the end of the day you know it takes someone like myself who's been away from women for 26 years to come here and share what I've Learn with the brothers because y'all not leaving y'all the women y'all went y'all just not y'all ain't gonna take no major breaks from them and <laughs> you know what I'm saying but life forced me to so I have some insights on the situation and I'm more than happy you know that uh you know to share it you know what I'm saying and that's what we have to do we gotta like once we're going back to what I was talking about before having some uh uh you know uh, faith in each other you know what I mean because that's what it you know that's what it's going to take you know Men teaching men, hey, listen, ah, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that to her. you, you know what I'm saying? And then begin to explain, you know, why? Pay attention. When women say pay attention, man, that's what they mean. Pay attention. Because <laughs> they're not going to tell you outright. Like like I said, they're the riddle. They, You know, they, they, they're they, that mystery, man, you know what I mean? Like life is. So that's so why I said you want to know about women, you want to know about life. That's what's up. You know I
0: mean? That's really, really important. You want to learn about life, mm-hmm. you want to learn about women. They're the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, man, it's like okay. I feel like all these things kind of create this domino effect to where we get to where we are today, where a lot of kids are raised in broken homes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't have both energies there. You know what I'm saying? That sense of masculinity and femininity in the house. Sweet. And I feel yeah. like kids kind of because of that they kind of grow up a bit unruly, you know what I'm saying? It's right, kind of like exactly. The kids where there's no father around, so there's no exactly. I feel like men bring that element of social order to um hmm. to the family structure, you know what I'm right. saying? Without them. Exactly.
1: Care,
0: that element of social order is not really there. Right. So I feel like they kind of grow up with this this sense of like anarchy in their mind. They don't Follow uh, some type of right, exactly. some type of exactly. discipline, you know. Yeah, and this was
1: this was the un, you know this was the intention. It, it wasn't no accident, but this was the intention of the mass incarceration movement to remove the fathers. They knew. Listen, we we we, we you know we take the men out of the community, all hell's gonna break loose because who's going to control the boys as they're coming up? Because in essence, that's what, you know, the father's main thing is to do, is once the boy starts getting into his strength, the father is there to check it, to let him know, ho, ho, slow down. There's some things you need to learn first before you want to start stretching out (laughs) on the physical level. There's some principles you need to understand. Responsibility, discipline, honor, keeping your word, showing up on time. You, You follow what I'm saying? The father has to instill that, but. He's got to be able to, like I said, check the, 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 the physical expression of his son long enough for the son to sit there and listen. Because if you don't do that, it's, it's, why do you think the, 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 the young men in the community are looking up to the gangbanger and the, 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 the hustler and all that sort of, because they're demonstrating physical bravery. And when you're a kid, that's your first understanding of oh, what, is, what it is to be a man. You know what I mean? You got to smack somebody in the face. You got to, you know, with them. yeah, yeah, this, you know, I'm just keeping it real. This is what you're thinking is being a man. You follow what I'm saying? So this is why they find, wind up, you know, following, you know, following these dudes. But uh, oftentimes these dudes are in what they're in because they didn't have a father. Because the first thing a father will have to teach a son is, listen, son, you get in a fist fight with a man and you lose. That's all it is. You just lost a fist fight, that's it. The whole purpose of you fighting back is to let the person know, listen, you come to, I'm gonna hit you back. And that's all it's about. It's just you earning your respect. But when you don't have that lesson, you get young men who'll get in a fist fight, lose the fight, now he wants to go get a gun and kill the dude that just happened to up him in a, in a fist fight. Right. You understand? This is, why, this is why we are at where we are at now. Because dads were not there to say, listen, baby, you, sometimes you got to take the L, baby. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's only about you earning your respect. That's it. Nobody's expecting you to win every fight. Even if you don't win all of them, you know what I'm saying? Or any of them, everybody knows, hey, listen, man, if you want to mess with this dude, you know he's going to fight you back. And that's all it was about. That's all it was ever supposed to be about. But now, because that's missing, you got these boys who think like, man, this man doesn't question my manhood. or He doesn't, you know, whatever's going through their brain. Because I don't, I can't even really, you know, relate to a lot. Well, yeah, why do you think? Because you lost the fight. you supposed to go kill a guy. I mean, goddamn, Mike Tyson lost fights. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? He ain't go get the gap and shoot the dude. Come on, bro. What are you, where are you, where are you getting this from? That's not being a man. That's being a punk. That's a coward. But they don't have the fathers in their life to tell them. That. But see, back then, at least we had uh, uh, was it um, Fridays? Friday, <laughs> You follow? What I'm saying that was a real scene, man, with Ice Cube and the uh, uh, the brother. Um, I forget the old old who played the role, and he was telling them, "Listen, man, solve the situation with the you know with your hands. However it goes, to just earn your respect, and that's all it's about." So you know, so you don't even have those films anymore to help, you know, uh, you know, direct the you know, the young people. So but and that's what you know, that's that's what's I missing.
0: I think that's what it is. It's just like when the the father's not there in the house to implement that that element of social order, it's like these kids don't develop the enough discipline to control their emotions. It's like what you said, you know what I'm saying? Oh, a man lose a fist fight his ego so hurt, he's like, I gotta get him. I gotta yeah,
1: exactly. get him. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and, but yet, yet the like, same dudes would be the same ones to talk about, oh, women are emotional. <laughs> women are emotional. No, sucker, you emotional. You just allowed a punch in the face to take you from zero to a thousand. No, you emotional. Oh, man, he stepped on my shoe. Well, uh, He said such and such. He said, listen to what you're saying, babe. <laughs> some words and got you and your feelings to the point where now you're just gonna do some straight up ridiculous, destructive, you know, uh, stuff to him and yourself. Who's really emotional? <laughs> Come on. And, and and dudes don't wanna deal with that. No, man, all of this super macho, super angry over everything, bro. That's emotions. You know, you and your feelings. This don't have nothing to do with nothing about more money. Listen, I say this all the time. If 50% of the killings that are going on in the inner city were really about money, the Black community would be producing more billionaires in America than any other race in the world. If those killings was really about money, they're not. They're about males who do not have control over their emotions. That's what it's about. So as long as, you know, I mean, as long as we are not cognizant of those realities, this stuff is gonna, you know, the stuff is gonna continue. So this is why, you know, individuals like myself whom have developed some degree of emotional discipline and emotional control, yeah, we need a platform in order to, to, to you know, to talk to people. Because listen, the problem, it, it, to, to be real, The problem is not with the young people. It's with the adults who raised them or failed to raise. That's what's really the problem. So they need to be taught just as much as the so-called young young, young guys and girls. You follow me? But somebody's got to, you know, somebody's got to teach.
0: Somebody's got to teach them, you know what I'm saying? And it's really important. And, you know, I know we only have a couple minutes left, but what do you think is the first step we need to take in order to to rectify the situation that we're in where these kids, especially the young men, they have so much femininity within their heart where it's like, they can't, their ego is so fragile where it's Mm. like, any, they can't take any else. They feel like they got to be seated in life.
1: Right, exactly.
0: They don't understand how life works. And I don't know, what's the first step we... Like, where should we even start to rectify the situation, in your opinion?
1: Well, I, I I always say you first start with yourself. That's the number one, you know, that's the number one place to start, middle and end. And after you, do, you know, develop a certain degree of mastery over yourself, first thing you do is, one, you got to be the example. Because one thing for certain, two things for sure, you know, young people and over young people, since we're talking about young people. Young people don't care what's coming out of your mouth, and they should. See, people don't wanna deal with that reality as well. Old people, man, these young people don't respect because you are not doing anything that's worthy of their respect. See, let's deal with that reality first. What are you doing that qualifies you to have some respect in their eyes? So that's why I say, first, get yourself together. Second, be the message that you want to bring. Then bring that message. Like, uh, 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 interesting, just recently, I'm you know, here in uh, uh, North Carolina. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into the, uh, uh, the music scene here in the city, whatever. And sure enough, you know, young dudes that's in that, you know, in that arena, whatever, they get to beefing, you know, with each other, you know, over the net and all this sort of stuff. And as a, 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 a you know an older person seeing that, I had to say something. Now I'm nobody to them. You follow? But I have a responsibility since I am conscious. I have a responsibility to at least say something. At least put the seed on their mind. You follow? And when I did that, at least one of the two parties, you know, reached back out and said, "Listen, I appreciate you know you try, at least trying to make an effort." And bringing some kind of peace, you know, between us, and that's the so those are the sort of things that, you know, the older br- brothers and sisters are to, you know, supposed to be doing is don't just sit back and watch this stuff, you know, developing because you you know you see it from you know from the beginning, so try to nip it in the bud and 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 just say something. You follow I me? Mean? Give them some kind of damn instruction, but at the same time, <laughs> I think also the reason why they were kind of at least open to receiving what I had to say is. 'Cause the way I carry myself. You follow me? Now if I'm out here beefing and 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 (laughs) getting into it with everybody and then I told brother, you shouldn't do that. You know, man, I don't want to hear that. You follow saying? you just slap the dude off, you know me. So that's what I mean by, you know, we gotta first be the message that we that that we wanna bring. Then, you know, then yeah, then you know, then say something and we can, you know, we can get that new direction started
0: yeah I agree with that 100% we also need to be mature enough to decide that we will be the ones to break the cycle you know what I mean? Teach. Teach. I that's really important like everybody has generational curses that come in their family life. Mm. presents you with events where it almost puts you at a crossroads where it's just mm. like, what you gonna do you gonna go down this road where you end up just like the. Yep. People that came before you, Jeez, you know, one is going to swim against the current and go down exactly this path. You know, door number
1: Jeez.
0: two. Now, sure, Jeez. where it's going to take you, yeah, you know it's going to be somewhere vastly different,
1: different from it's where it was. Before.
0: Door number one, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Jeez. So, I think that's really important, man. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying?
1: Craig, man, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> I appreciate you know
0: what I'm saying? words, you know what I'm saying? I I'm glad that you you see what I'm seeing like I, it's too much um we need more fathers, you know what I'm saying? It's like you said it starts within. So the men, the people who were born men, you know what I'm saying? We have the power within us to decide what type of, you know, boyfriends, husbands, fathers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sons, brothers, uncles—we we have the power to decide what kind of title we will be. You know what I'm saying? Mm, what we will be what kind of father we will be, what kind of husband, exactly. boyfriend, what kind of you know. So yeah. it's like what you said—it all starts within. You know what I'm saying? And everybody listening right now, make sure you go check out his film. It's coming up
1: very, yeah. very soon. Can yeah. a nigga do, do Shakespeare? Check me out on Instagram. C underscore A underscore N underscore D underscore S. Come on, man, check me out, Instagram, you know, follow me and you'll see uh, the film as it develops. You see me as I develop, Um, you know, cause also, you know, I, you know, I'd be dropping the jewels on the Instagram as well. Cause you know, this, you know, this is what i like. I said, I'm an artist, you know, I, I can entertain, but I'm primarily an artist. And that's basically someone who uses art to enlighten, uplift, teach, you know, and motivate. That's, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's what I do.
0: That's what's up. Well, we appreciate yeah. you. wish you the best on these projects. Once you get an official release date, please hit me up so we can get you back. Like from- I said, so- man, you're going to be the first to know, babe. <laughs> Yo, we appreciate C- Craig Scott and his wise words. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all follow him. Make sure y'all follow the film. Support. Is there a website we can support you at? Like anything like
1: that? I I, I don't have a website. But, uh, everything I'm doing basically is off uh, off the gram right now awesome. off, on, Instagram. on Instagram. Yep. That's like I said, but you know, we're working on a limited budget.
0: <laughs> limited budget. We understand. We're making that. it happen, though. You know what I mean. And this is an indie filmmaker.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. This is independent film, ain't no question. You know what I'm saying. So, we
0: support indie artists of any kind here right. at UKMT, DB, The Great FM. You know what I'm saying? This has mm-hmm. been our time for this week's episode of The Groove Live Show. This has been my interview with the one and only actor and activist, Craig Scott. We talked about his movie. We talked about what's going on in Western culture. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we're going to have him back on the show to talk about many, many other things. Um, Keep inspiring people. You know what I'm saying? With your story and everything that you do, we support you 100%. And um, we wish you the best, man. We really, really do.
1: Man, yes, sir. I, I, I appreciate it
0: 100%. <laughs> All right, y'all. So y'all heard it first. You know what I'm saying? This has been this week's episode of the Groove Live show. So I'm going to end it on a good note. Um, we're going to end it with some SWV. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this last track is some SWV with downtown right here on the Groove Live show. Until next week, y'all, DJ Mellow Jones and Craig Scott himself signing out. But we'll see you next week on wkmt DBR You already know the Great FM Miami's number one Billboard Charter radio station connecting the world through music. All right? Shoot!